0: Hello again and welcome back to my podcast. This is Jason Snow, also known as my online moniker, Magic Lasagna. I just wanted to take a second to shout out to all the people that have actually been listening to this podcast. Um, It's been a great process so far, even though sometimes it's difficult coming up with content and uh, actually finding the drive to do this every single day. Um, It's a great experience and I still enjoy doing it. Today, I wanted to talk about one of the things in sales that I've talked about many times. If uh, people will like you, they will buy something from you. Here's the question though. How do you become likable? Honestly, the first way to become likable is be friendly. Don't be a douchebag. People don't like douchebags. We discussed this uh, previously on one of my podcasts called The Roundtable on Douchebags. Pretty great podcast. It's a roundtable with me and a few of my friends speaking. So uh, it's actually pretty decent if uh, you're into being entertained. So there are many ways that you can become Friendly. Becoming friendly is really easy, especially if you live in my neck of the woods. We are in a beach community and everybody seems to run on beach time and have a set of rules that nobody else really seems to follow, um, which kind of relaxes everybody. That being said, uh, being relaxed around your customer. Or people is one of the easiest ways to become likable because if they are if they notice that you're relaxed they're going to relax and when they relax they tend to become more friendly with you instead of closed off to you uh, that being said there are several ways that you can appear more relaxed most of it's going to be body language uh, body language is about 90% of your communication Whereas verbal communication is really only about 10%. That being said, some easy, very easy body language tips would be to never cross your arms across your chest. Um, It's a defensive posture. People don't like that. When you cross your arms across your body, like folding your arms across your chest, it looks like you're protecting vital organs to people. Um, It's a subconscious thing that they can't help but notice, and it's always going to happen when you do that. Putting your hands in your pockets means that you're hiding something. Same thing with putting your hands behind your back. You always want to use your hands as a tool um, to point out things, not necessarily with a pointed finger, but with an open hand. Uh, Having an open hand when you're pointing out something is more like guiding somebody as opposed to Uh, doing the aggressive finger point. When you guide somebody, they're more likely to do whatever you want them to do. For instance, if you point at a chair and say, sit there, uh, not a lot of people are gonna be as receptive to that as they would be if you hold your hand out with an open palm and say, have a seat. Um, It's really just the way that the world works when they come to viewing your body language as whether or not you're likable. Guiding people is pretty easily, especially if they trust you or they like you. Uh, another way that you can use body language to uh, make yourself likable is by mirroring your customer. And by mirroring, I mean act like them. You know, um, if they talk in a certain way, you can talk in the same manner to some degree. If they act in a certain way, you can act the same way. Um, Talking the same cadence as them, uh, the same speed as per se, or the same tone of voice. If they're excited, you get excited. If they seem bummed out, it's your job to kind of turn that around. All of these things that I've said are pretty important, but mirroring is probably one of the most important. I used to have a salesman. Um, he's no longer around, but... Um, If they told him that they were from Boston, he would Google where they were from Boston and find the best restaurants and talk about the best restaurants. If they were from Maryland, he would tell people crazy stuff like, I only eat crab cakes when I'm in Maryland. They would develop an instant connection with him as a result, and they would um, like him a lot more. And like I said, one of the things about being likable is if you're likable, they'll buy something from you. However, in this day and age, uh, political correctness has changed how people are being treated. Uh, That means in order to get someone to like you, a lot of times you have to compliment them in some way. Uh, Using this strategy is pretty easy. If you're looking up something to get someone to like me better, we should... Write three positive compliments down while you're talking to them and use a, a smart sounding remark about it or, um you know, get them to laugh. That's super important. An intelligent link or a good laugh um, can really open a person up very quickly. Um, as far as writing them out, sometimes you can write down a compliment and slide that little note across and show what you wrote to them, and it'll normally get a little chuckle out of them. Um, You know, it shows that we're open-minded yet challenging and generally a pleasant person should you cross paths with a person like me at a potluck. Um, In order for this strategy to be successfully executed, Uh, We need a bit more refinement in regards to where it's appropriate and appealing for us. Um, You don't want to leave ourselves wondering why no one's asking us on a second date. And that's by bolstering your ability to think quickly. Being able to think quickly is imperative for a salesman, especially a car salesman. As I've said before, in car sales, you're getting people to buy the second most expensive thing that they'll ever buy other than a house unless they're multimillionaires running around buying yachts or something how many people do you know that are running around buying yachts I would wager not a whole lot so that being said in most cases you're getting these people to purchase the second most expensive thing that they'll ever buy from you and it's not an easy thing but, as I said, compliments tend to work as a social lubricant to break down you know, prejudice or dislike of people that we barely know and make them feel good. There's a right way and a wrong way to compliment somebody. I've always been told, it's not about what you say, it's about how you say it. <clears throat> so obviously you can't tell the pretty girl in front of you, hey, nice tits toots. It doesn't really work like that. But I tell you what, you compliment a woman on her shoes and she's going to fall in love with you. Women tend to love that. Uh, Any kind of a negative connotation that you have when you try to compliment somebody and fail can end a conversation. But positive compliments are absolutely contagious. Contagious. You'll find that if you do it to them they tend to start doing it back to you and before you know it you have a, a what i call that social lubricant going and you tend to like each other even more um the more they compliment you the more you'll like them as well in most cases it's nearly impossible for someone to make their dislike clear most people aren't going to come out and say hey i don't like you um it's very rare for people to do that um Unless it's something that has a high enough of a dose or a moral uh, criticism, as such, like trying to harm your wife or your children or a child or something like that. Uh, most people can make that pr- pretty clear pretty quick. Do it in front of me and you'll get your ass beat. Or at least I'll try. Um, you know, I might not, but you'll remember I was there. I can tell you that much. Uh, That being said, compliments can give back um, and come with job offers and other crazy propositioning from people, a dinner invitation, or uh, just suggestions on what you should do with your life. Um, I've developed a great amount of rapport with a gentleman that uh, works in the real estate industry. He does nothing but rental properties, and that's something that I've been hoping to break into eventually. And... I've talked to him several times on the phone And he said hey um, You know I'd love to sit down and have lunch with you sometime And talk to you about it And I was like hey that sounds Absolutely wonderful because this guy Has 25 years of experience In that game And I have zero So obviously I would be really interested In Being able to sit down and have A lunch with a person that knows that much More than I do about a subject, because, like I said before in previous podcasts, it's all about knowledge and learning. And that being said, if you can learn more, then you'll be better prepared to deal with a customer or somebody that um, is a little bit harder to deal with, and you'll be able to get them to like you. Um, there's a social pressure that people. In general need to be liked Uh, We often give up On our childhood dreams To say we are striving for some Other more worldly Things Uh, That isn't a future you you should truly be Striving for Um, For me one of the reasons Why I want to be a millionaire And be wealthy is so that I can give To people that don't have Um, As I've stated previously I've been very inspired by the way that Mr. Beast gives so much money to those that are so much less fortunate than him. And um, it's something that I've always wanted to do. It's something that I do as well. Uh, even sometimes if I, I can't truly, you know, uh, or shouldn't really be doing it. And I shouldn't say not afford it, but shouldn't really be doing it. Then there are certain situations and plenty of situations where... Um, I've given somebody way more than I should have, um, even if I had, you know, an issue with them or, you know, didn't much care for that person. I remember one time a buddy's uh, band had a GoFundMe for uh, more band equipment because their old band equipment was getting uh, um, outdated and worn out. And uh, one of the players of the band I did not care for at all I still don't to this day And I especially don't anymore um, Because that being said um, This person I ended up donating $500 to that GoFundMe um, But this person told the rest of the band That since they didn't meet their quota He was just going to keep the money And he did And you know what? I've never run back into this, per- into this person again. Um, if, if I do, there might be issues, because I'm not the kind of person that can keep his mouth shut. Um, I have an issue with that. So um, I tend to be very outspoken and not necessarily aggressive, but I tend to let people know my mind more than anything. And that can become an issue sometimes. So that being said, being likable isn't hard. Um, in most cases, a lot of people, if you just look them straight in the face and ask them, would you like to be my friend? They will say yes or no. It's almost a kindergarten approach to it. Um, the kindergarten approach is, I mean, if you remember when you were in kindergarten or even you know first or second grade, really young. You could walk up to somebody and say, hey, what's your name? And they would say, Tommy, or whatever. And you'd say, oh yeah, my name's Jason. And then they would say, do you like dinosaurs? Or something like that. It doesn't matter what it was, but I will tell you this. It was super easy back then to make friends. Because you could literally look at somebody and say, hey, do you want to be my friend? And they would say yes or no. And uh, it was pretty easy, and believe it or not, like I said, it's still that easy today. Um, You can legitimately do that. All that being said, it's just really not that hard to be friendly. Um, You can be friendly to anybody at pretty much any time for any reason. Um, If you decide to do that, then in most cases, you'll be just fine with a customer or somebody that you uh, need to connect with on an emotional level. Um, Being friendly is just easy um, So long as you're not a complete asshole Um, Getting to be that kind of person Is a little bit practiced for some people Because some people are introverts Naturally, as a great salesman Most of us are extroverts We recharge by being around other people Um, Given the choice Most people would prefer to pick a cooperative person over a toxic person. More often than not, people rarely associate their bad mood with the other person, but on their own skills or lack thereof. They have a tendency to blame themselves instead of seeking feedback, and they're rejected in social situations, and people tell them that they're not likable. Um, If someone really wants to be uncooperative... And it doesn't really matter how likable you are because you won't be around to be able to help that person anymore because you'll take on their mood, you'll mirror them um, that leads us to be that to believe that likability is defined from an inside out prism. It's based on how approvable you are without your actions being instrumental for failure. And success, yet doing nothing makes others suspicious of your intentions. All that being said, I'm going to end this podcast tonight and upload it. Again, my name is Jason Stone. And if you ever need me for anything, my cell phone number is 910-515-0890. And uh, at the end of the day, I don't much care how successful you are, because I'm always going to be successful.